right, here we go. Another great addition to the Vital Wire podcast lineup. Mm. Uh, super excited for this one. This is going to be big for the community. We are super excited to have Lena here. This is the Vital Wire. All right, Lena Wimmer. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to the hot seat. No, just kidding. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm this sure is you, not what I signed up yeah. for. <laughs> I'm sure you've been on hotter seats and positioning and dance competitions, mm. and we'll get into all of the things. So this is by far not the hottest seat no. you've ever been in. So this is good. Uh, so tell us, let's start off with you. We know a lot of your background. You get to tell everybody else uh, because I really have a feeling you are going to quickly become a staple in this community. I think your legacy is about to be built. I think there's a so lot exciting. of learning and a lot of education done, a lot of impact already made. And so I am super excited. So tell us about you first. How did you end up here? Where did you start and oh how did gosh. you end up here? Yeah, um, It's been a journey, that's for sure. Um I was born and raised in Peoria, Illinois, mm -hmm. and began dancing at, like a complete accident. My my cousin was in a dance recital, and so my aunt was like, "Lena should like we should sign her up so they can do the recital together." Aww. And so my mom always jokes that my aunt should front all of my dance bills from then on because oh. her idea, <laughs> not my parents. I mean, <laughs> she was like, I did not get myself into this. You got me here, but um, all y'all thought hockey was expensive. <laughs> yeah, just you wait. Seriously, <laughs> um, like hockey and dance are <laughs> pretty neck and neck right there. Yeah. Um, but I, it didn't take long. I like quickly fell in love with the sport and it wasn't the most competitive of studios, but mm -hmm. I think that's sometimes how it goes. Like mm -hmm. you, you fall in love with the art first and then, and then like all the training from there seems easy, mm -hmm. but, um, danced all 18 years of life essentially. And then, um, I had a friend who played football who was talking about Lindenwood University and mm -hmm. his mom was like, yeah, the campus is so pretty. And I was like, I want to go to a pretty campus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's like a mini Harvard. Like, yes. And I was like, I want to go, I want to see this pretty campus. Mm -hmm. And we just built a new beautiful arts center. Like mm. what, just the, the conversation just transpired and it's so funny to look back on it now. But, um, so we went on a tour and I was like, done, that's it. Like, that's, that's where I want to go. I came to one of, um, I don't even know what they call it now, but like the dance programs, dance weekend. It wasn't like a recruitment oh, yeah. weekend. It was like the incoming freshman. You like yep. spent a couple classes, um, mm -hmm. came to one of those. I think they call it dance day or something there now. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like what is what, like what it was prior to yes. that. But, um, got a tour of what is what was ended up being my second home and I was like this is it this is like this feels like the like the end that I've been looking for in my dance career like the seriousness and like wanting to push myself because I it wasn't natural for me it was a it was a, a struggle and a push but mm -hmm. um and so I went to Lindenwood my freshman year and uh was not did not try out for the dance team I was like you know what I want to take a moment from dance team in high school and I just want to do the dance program and mm -hmm. um I was miserable 
I called my mom every single day and I was like, come get me. Like, get me out of here. What am I doing here? Mm. And so I went home second semester and just like needed to recoup my thoughts. I had my whole life had had a a community of people. Mm -hmm. Like I had my dance studio and I had my dance team. And Mm -hmm. when you walk in as a freshman um, to high school and you already have your dance team that you've spent the whole summer with, like you have people, you know, that like if you need help in the hallway, like I don't know where to go, (laughs) find a senior on the dance team that can tell me where to go. Right. Um, And so I think walking into change it for me in general is, is difficult. Um, This is called way out of your comfort zone. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Where everything looks similar, but the zone is not the same. Yes. I'm like, where where am I and why am I here? And why are my parents not here? Everything is so wild. But um, I like walking in the first time without a community. I was like, what is this? Like Mm -hmm. I have, I feel like I have no one. Um, Mm -hmm. And like building that was just so different. So I came home, went back the next year. I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking the first time. I'm going to try out for the dance team. If it goes the way that I want it to, then that'll be great. If it doesn't, I don't know. I tried. (laughs) Um, And I ended up making um, the Lindenwood Lionettes my sophomore year. And my life had been changed ever since then. Like dance team in Missouri was just a whole nother world Mm. that... Is a I, next level. Yes. It was nothing like that in Illinois. I'm um, especially not like where I was from in Illinois. Mm-hmm. We were all like competitive within our school and like we had fun at games and yeah. talented enough to do, you know, halftime. No, there's no fun but, here. There's no fun. <laughs> it is work. <laughs> business all day. Um, no, but I just had fun. never, never experienced anything like it. And mm-hmm. so the, like that community that I was seeking and the, the drive and the push um, for that improvement and just all of those little things that I was craving for myself, it like all came full circle with like being a dance major um, in the Lindenwood dance program mm-hmm. and, and being on lineups, like all those two like training opportunities like merged. And I think from, from my first nationals um, in Daytona with lineups to like the literal second I got back on the bus after I was like, I cannot leave this place. Yeah. Aww. I can't. It just like, yeah. this is, this is home. I love that. Aww. That is, well, that's, I mean, already. That's the podcast. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I think it's so cool because there's there's a lot to unpack in there, mm-hmm. um, which is all for another day. But, I mean, just the genuine description of what a lot of student athletes go through, mm-hmm. uh, whether they're dancers, cheer, football, doesn't matter, student athletes, what they go through is real and how many don't tell that story. Yeah. And... 95% of them go through it. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's again, a lot to unpack there. You taking the time, reevaluating, persevering, coming back, like finding yourself. And I think, uh, uh, there's a lot to be, be said about either pushing through in a wrong way or pushing through in the right way or being patient and, and taking action in a, in a methodical way. Mm-hmm. There's right. no right way to do it, right. but look where it brought you all the yeah. way through. Uh, so it's it just super cool. I, I love your story and I love the impact that it's going to continue to make because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, especially in the dance world, right. there's a lot of, um, young women and now even more young men that are mm-hmm. going into the dance world that, uh, this is going to be good because what you have coming for the dance community is going to be super cool as well. So mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of fun. And you, so you were department as yeah. well. Yep, all four years I was a. I don't know if um, I knew that. I yeah. did because of course I knew you her. Did. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you through Lauren, and then also yes. through the dance program. Yep. 
yeah, I was a dance major and then uh, added a nutrition minor mm-hmm. a portion of the way through because <clears throat> eating habits in college are very difficult. Um, um, the resources <laughs> um, are very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, they're everything. I mean, you're on your own. And so like, what's that? Whatever's in the cafeteria is in the cafeteria and that's what you have in it. Yeah. Like being in a performance sport um, plus trying to like, to excel at that and balance whatever was going in my body mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. a major clash. Mm-hmm. Um, so I figured out very quickly that if I was trying to get anywhere, that we were going to have to start way back from the beginning yeah. Yeah, and talk about what was going in first so that I could like perform the way that I wanted mm-hmm. and like help myself and um, just like my overall health and, and well-being and happiness like mm-hmm. in that way um, it's hard when you feel like you're spinning your wheels in class and like yeah. there's no results you're like why is this happening to me and for me it's not the same way for everybody yeah. but for me that's what it was right. yeah. it was just like the like the behind the scenes training that um, doesn't get talked about yeah. I feel mm-hmm. so what does what does dance do for you what does dance mean for you I Oh, that's such a hard question. Mm. But it's like something that you've done so long. I know. Because um, you say it's more, you know, you fell in love with the art of it, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of people do. And I was like, hell with that. I want the competition. Like, I'm in, <laughs> anything I do, I'm in the competition. I'm, I'm in to win. Like, if I, yeah. if I love it. First place. But, if you're not first, so, you're last. <laughs> obviously, that's what kind of prompted me to ask this question. It's yeah. like, okay, so what, what did it, because I don't think it was the competition mm-hmm. for you. So what what was it for you? What is it, it for you? Um, Looking, I've like spent, I think a lot of time, like in my adult years, kind of rehashing that and like what my like current core values are and like community is, is a big one uh, Mm -hmm. for me. And like those, just those relationships and the genuine relationships. Um, And I remember saying all throughout my childhood, like they're like, I had my school friends and like, they were amazing. Like I had just such incredible people, but like my dance friends were were my dance friends. Like they came from, we came from all over. We all went to different schools and like, there was nothing that could touch that bond. Mm -hmm. It's a, just a different thing shared. Like we're, we like collected the studio for the same reason. Like, yes, we have this thing in common, but it's, I feel like oftentimes and like for my, for others and for myself, um, it's because there's some part of there was like always some part of me that had a hard time saying exactly what I meant mm-hmm. and exactly how I felt without um, like fearing the like retaliation from others. It's hard to have yeah. Yeah. like confrontational conversations sometimes or like dealing with big feelings in high school is like as a coach now I get to see on the other side um, like how big those feelings were that I did go through and you don't realize it in the moment yeah. like this is just life. Yeah. Right. Um, but it, it gave me that. Um, that place to escape all of that. Like there was, there was nothing bad like in my psyche that could happen to me while I was in those four walls. Mm-hmm. Um, if it felt safe, um, mm-hmm. and my that community of people felt so supportive that um, even if it if something bad did happen, like that was that was my safe spot to like right. talk to yeah. to talk to my people and to do all of that. So throughout the years, it just turned into. Um, the one of the only ways that like I was able to like tend to and care for myself like physically and mentally it mm-hmm. like I, exercising as an adult like it's, <laughs> it's fun I guess but it feels like a task because like movement has been such a big part of my life for so long so I'm like I have to 
I have yeah. to keep doing that, but like I don't really want to do a squat anymore. Like I want right. to do something else. So it like the do movement. Do a plie was, instead of a squat, everybody. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Stretch it out. You see those TikToks of like dancers in the gym and they're like doing yeah. like, all the way down to the core. Yeah. Um, but like the movement was therapeutic and the um, just the whole meaning behind all of all of it, the, mm-hmm. the movement and the relationships and all of that became therapeutic. And the only thing that I felt like I could, you know, legitimately do just for me. I for totally else. get that I coming feel, from a dancer myself. Like I feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously me marrying this dancer over here, I can honestly say, <laughs> I can tell you as many baseballs as I would hit off the tee, I never really felt better about anything. <laughs> I just, hit them freaking hard. Like I just go out and hit dingers and it's like, man, whatever it was, like I would, I would go and I just set up T and just do T work. Bang. I never really felt any better. I can honestly say, here's where I'm going with this, that the expression that you can make through dance mm-hmm. is literally, it can actually, it can look breathtaking when done right. It can yes. look breathtaking, mm-hmm. but it can also be very therapeutic, yes. relieving and, a therapy all itself. Yeah. The meaning of dance it out is strong. <laughs> yes. It's like the, the lyrics to the songs, like you find, I don't know. I wonder that like as a sidebar, I wonder that in like today's generation of dancers, like, do you like, do they have songs that they like listen to in the car? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, I have to dance to this right this very second. Yes. Like I have to, like, this is resonating with me so mm-hmm. well right now. Mm-hmm. And like in this exact moment of my life, like, do they have that inner right. like urge? Like I felt like we did yes. or still do. I'm like, yeah. I literally have to right now. Like I have mm-hmm. to be in a dark studio I, doing I, something. So we need all dancers to listen to this. So I'm just going <laughs> to kind of interrupt right here for, we're going to get a lot of dancers to listen to this. I know yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. And we're going to effortly, like put a lot of effort into doing that. So you dancers leave comments and let us know if you feel yes. that. Yeah. I, I tell my kids all the time. Cause they're always like, you know, play a new playlist, play a new playlist. And I'm like, I need you guys to make the playlist for me because I physically can't listen to music in my car. That isn't country because otherwise I choreograph and dance to it. And they're like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, no, like literally yeah. the only yes. thing that I can't choreograph to or see a turn combination or yeah. like do something with yeah. like, is country music. And, like, and I would love to figure out, exactly. I, I would love to know more on that too, because she can tell you it's really weird. Like I'm, I'm, I do have a very artsy mind, like mm-hmm. interior design, designing race car wraps. Yeah. Like I, I love that. Mm-hmm. How many times did I send you, I'd be at school or I'd be, you know, listening to something and I'm like, oh, you should have one of your soloists dance to this. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I would feel it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell to choreograph anything. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, I can, I can get it a little bit, but I've never been choreographed. I did marry you for your dance moves. <laughs> But, it, but you're, you're right. It's like, and, and it, that's so, odd, you know, interesting, not odd, interesting that you say that because I feel it, mm-hmm. but it's it, the fact that you have to ask that question kind of, uh, what kind of, it's <laughs> well, like from a coach's standpoint, it's like, man, I hope for, they do. Like, for me, why would you, why else would you do it? It right. is. It, I think the thing that we see the most probably, and you can, you can absolutely say no to this, but for me is actually in today's day and age, the disconnect yeah. from the kids. I like pulling emotion or even like smiles and engagement out of kids nowadays mm-hmm. is so hard. Yeah. And it, for me, it comes from the basis of what they're learning Yeah, because you can't, 
And we always say like, we can't teach that to you. You have to do it. You have to involve it. But it also has to come from when they were little Mm -hmm. being taught in that manner and not being taught just here's fifth position. Right. And I think a lot of that comes from, um, which is like my mission, like moving into like this, like next endeavor is that there um, are so many so many wonderful, like wonderful studios oh, across the, the nation that are, that are teaching like such wonderful basics. And especially in our area, like Missouri is such a dominating like force when it comes to dance and, mm-hmm. um, in studio dance and dance team, uh, just especially in like the St. Louis, Kansas city area, we've yeah. got right. just so much happening. Um, like wonderful foundations of technique. Like mm-hmm. we see it on our teams. Um, I've seen it at the college level, like where, when those kids come then from the Kansas city yeah. and mm-hmm. we like put them all together at Lindenwood and, um, or in the dance program, like watching mm-hmm. them, watching that, that talent and that like concert based training, mm-hmm. uh, come to life. Like there, there's so much wonderfulness that happens and there are, um, so many, kids that we see that have wonderful connections with Mm -hmm. their dance teachers or like have that vivid memory of them from when they were little. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I do. And like, and my training was not wonderful, (laughs) (laughs) but, but that part, like, I think that's why I carry the perspective that I do is because I, because I had that connection. Um, like anything can be taught. Mm -hmm. Like we can teach any of those things. And I think sometimes because we want, Um, and I say we as like general, like facility owners, studio owners, like in just across everywhere, we want to be competitive. We want to provide safe, um, safe quality training Mm -hmm. for young dancers. It's, you know, you get them at three years old and it's the creative movement. You're just like teaching them Mm -hmm. all the little things. And then they, as dance has progressed over the past couple of years, it gets earlier and earlier that mm-hmm. you are like, you got to be flexible yeah. and you mm-hmm. have to like, the pressure is on yeah. for the these. competitive edge that yes. is now in every single detail of dance, as opposed to the art form itself. Yes. Yeah. Is it, where like, it's getting is, lost. Yeah. It's getting like so intense at such a young age. And I think they miss that moment mm-hmm. where like it's taught at a young age, how to connect with the music and how to it's the difference between... do all of that dance being beautiful and dance being competitive yeah mm-hmm. and it's hard to do both yeah. mm-hmm. and i um and you're judged competition wise in very different ways yeah based on that it's and like, like you can have a beautiful technician and this is what i always say i'm like there can be a beautiful technician but there could be absolutely nothing on her face mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she will lose yeah because if she can't connect Anytime. to the music if she can't connect to her audience and anything just because you are that absolutely stunning technician doesn't mean that you're going to win that award because you can't give the audience what they're desiring. Yeah. You can't bring them in. Right. (laughs) And that's, it's hard. I like don't Mm -hmm. envy some of those studio owners have have so many kids to impact. I'm like, how how does one do it? It's probably impossible. And so like the mission, like moving forward is to like, even if there are kids in high school and they're Mm -hmm. sitting in our practices, like how, how can we, even at this point in their life, um, impact that mm-hmm. and like sit them down and, and kind of like force that emotion, like mm-hmm. really like encouraging them to think back to a specific time, um, from like between like journaling mm-hmm. and like having conversations and like making them sit alone with their thoughts. I think that is a lot of something that's missing. Like we didn't have all the social media and we didn't have all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So we had yeah. like 
our headphones and our yeah. walking <laughs> radio, like walking yes. around the neighborhood, riding the our bike. Man. Yeah. The actual so, CDs. So distracted from the creative side of our mind. Yes. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty in dance team now also mm-hmm. in driving that community and teaching to dance for others and not just your sole purpose is to get first place, right. like mm-hmm. dance for your teammates. And that's something that we drive in our program. Mm-hmm. And I know you do too, which you haven't mentioned yet that you are the <laughs> lovely varsity dance team coach at Howell high school. Um, but I think something that both of us really strive to do is create that heart in the program yeah. for themselves, obviously, but to dance for the person next to them mm-hmm. and with them so that it does become an emotional bond and right. that community that you strive for everywhere else. Yes. So yeah. with that and without getting, because we can do part two, three, 12, 14 <laughs> yeah. on this. Let's go. So without giving away too much of your, your own story at this point, mm-hmm. you're kind of creating a perfect segue because we've covered what mm-hmm. it was, what it is, where you've been, mm-hmm. what that looks like, how it's changed and transitioned as far as dance. So you've mentioned a little bit of the mission and mm-hmm. to bring some of that back. How are you going to do that? Um, because it's right here. Yeah. For every, if you're watching this, obviously we haven't made it there yet. Mm-hmm. It's still, I think, like I walked in today and I, I don't know, I've, I've been here obviously <laughs> several times. And so I'm just like hanging out or whatever. And I look over and I saw that and I like got a little teary for a second because Aww. like this has been such a... I don't know. Like I had, um, she's getting teary again. I know if you're not watching it. It's okay. Although I will say if you cry, I cry. So (laughs) we're all going to cry. We're all going to cry. Damn it. Um, I'm not. Okay. (laughs) I'm not. I promise. I, I, um, it's been like such, just such a, such a mission. So when I I graduated from college and I started coaching alongside my coaches at Lindenwood, Mm -hmm. um, and had the opportunity to like grow and like see dance team from from a different side, um, and I think that was a really unique experience that like that really shaped the way that I view coaching because mm-hmm. it's different to remove yourself by uh, two months from your, what was your team mm-hmm. that you were just on and you just like performed on the national floor with them and and whatever and now like I'm one tryout weekend separated and I, now I'm your coach yeah and mm. that but that bond is still there mm-hmm. like that that trust that I had in them that they had in me as teammates that still existed mm-hmm. um and so it made a lot of our conversations and um all of that all of those things it made that that easier mm-hmm. um yeah. to it made it easier to do and it when I had to get hard on them they knew that it was it was for real and right. that I mm-hmm. that they trusted that I was coming from um, a, a place of, of love and that like, I, I know that you can, I know that you can do better than that. Like I know mm-hmm. that that isn't you. Um, and that carried into my high school coaching career. Um, and it was, it was the same thing. And I find that whatever family I had at, at Lindenwood, it's like now been recreated at how, mm-hmm. and after experiencing so many of those bonds like from myself to the dancers and watching those relationships happen like within themselves Mm -hmm. um I often tell them like I would kill for the friendships in high school that they have now with each other and like the trust and the 
I don't know that like mm. they, that I fully believe that they will be each other's bridesmaids in their weddings and like, yeah. like things like that, that that's not going to go away. Um, after like seeing how I can gentle coach, I would say like, I have to gentle parent my puppy here <laughs> else she doesn't listen, but like, <laughs> gentle coaching in a way, um, to, you know, get that buy-in and like build the trust and allow them to know that like, I'm being hard on you because I, because I love you and Mm -hmm. because I care about you and because I am so invested in your development. Being a dance coach is not easy. Mm -mm. (laughs) It's not because I mean, some of the dance is a very, very high all the time, 110% of the time feedback sport. Yes. Yes. And so it's, yeah, it's, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being in that scenario. So it, the bonds that you do make is, yeah, I can see how it's super. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's been so special to like carry those out through their adulthood. And so I got to thinking however many, four or five years ago, like as, as I'm going through this and I had just graduated from college, so I'm not really like working full time yet. Coaching like is my priority. And I'm so happy. I was the literally the happiest I've ever been. I'm like, well, how can I make this my life? Yeah. Um, Born was what I didn't know was going to be MDTC, um, but the idea was there. Yeah. And which is Missouri Dance Training Center for yeah. those that can't see it or aren't watching for yes. sure. Yes. Um, it it was born in that in those conversations mm-hmm. and like the like reflecting on the relationships that I had with these kids and um, and the relationships with other coaches that I formed and with my, with my coaching staff and all of that stuff, um, to be able to see all of that transpire. I'm like, how can I do this with more people? Because Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that there are more high schoolers than, than are in my practice or that go to Francis Howell, Mm -hmm. um, out of the three halls that there are. (laughs) Like I know that there are more kids, um, that need this, that need Mm -hmm. the community that, um, that dance is expensive. We talked about it at yeah. the beginning that how, how can we, how can I offer a, a place for them to come and to like have the community that I felt when I was growing up yeah. um, that made me fall in love with the sport that wasn't based on the scores and the rankings and, and beating out that soloist that's from my own studio. Mm-hmm. Like you're my very best friend, but I still want to beat you in it. Not, not letting any of that enter um, and just giving them a safe space. Mm-hmm. And how can, how can I stretch my impact to more than just my... Yeah my 26 dancers that I have in the program. And I just, I love the mission for it. And you know, when we first heard about this, what I loved about it was, was just that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess safe space wouldn't be the word I use, but that's what I I guess that's (laughs) what that is for sure. But it's, it's the, the community and literally, like you said, taking out, like giving them the opportunity, like how many kids are going to be able to connect with, maybe who they already knew or maybe who they'd already had a preconceived notion about. Right. It's like you have, you know, Fort Zumwalt West, you have St. Dominic, you have Howe, you have Howe Central, you have Timberland, Timberland you have Liberty. Now you have all Blue of these Frim girls and guys Blue dancing, Frim. having the ability to dance in one area for no yeah. other reason than dancing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. here's what MDTC is not, is it's not your stock standard, typical dance studio competition every other weekend in yep. the summer for 96 hours a weekend mm-hmm. and that you're not putting out a team of dancers to go compete against other studios. Not right. MVTC is an elite 
dance facility, yes. training facility, with the opportunity to literally build community and relationships, which I think is super, super cool. So yeah. amazing. With resources. Yes. That, that is unlike no, any other. Yeah. There's nowhere in Missouri to do that. There's nowhere in this direct area. There's nowhere to do something where you can go unjudged into a place mm -hmm. and dance next to somebody that is on a different dance team or that is at a different studio yes. and be by their side and encourage them. Yeah, I think it's um, it's kind of frowned upon sometimes to if you were at if you you know pay tuition at a certain studio and you're on their competitive team, it's hard to find resources if you like know that the studio down the street like has a really great um, ballet teacher that you want to take from. It's hard to do that yeah. mm -hmm. uh, politically sometimes, and right. to create that open door with MDTC to um, for that to be the norm. That yeah. like I don't you know I don't need to be your sole training, but I, I want to supplement whatever you want to do with your training. So exactly. if you are on a different competition team and you just you're like craving more work on on pirouettes like come in and take a class yeah. mm -hmm. with and then that's it there's no there's no more expectations of you mm -hmm. except for like you committing yourself when you walk through the door it's like to give your 100 for you yeah. and that like encouraging these these kids that they are that they're worthy of that investment in themselves mm -hmm. and um and like we said how to like reconnect with with people that they haven't seen since they were little. Last week right. in class, um, in walked through the door a couple girls from different high schools, and they all stopped and like looked at each other for a second. And they were like, "Oh my gosh, what are you doing I love here?" That. And they had all danced together at age four and five mm -hmm. at a studio, however many years ago that is now closed. Like all the kids ended up like traveling Scattered. to different places because right. where they lived and and all of those things like that that was the point like that hug that smile that like excitement and then the encouragement that i heard in class of them to one another like that was the point um and to i don't know just for them to be able to to push because you when you're dancing with people from your from your own studio all the time like you know you know what the skill set is in that right. room but when you piece together like a little jigsaw um of people you know across the area yeah. it pushes you different you're like mm -hmm. oh i want to do that but it's it's healthy encouragement oh, yeah. and there's right. politics involved there isn't any um i don't know what i'm trying to say there's not any um like they need to do this for me because i don't have right. a competition team so right. like i am here so for true. you yeah and your development there's no secrets you want to know what you can do to get better let's talk about it yeah, yeah. you want to prevent injuries like come to this strength and conditioning class so that we can build that along with like the lack of lack of community um that social media takes away from them now and what competition takes away from high schoolers now mm -hmm. um is also in like the it also impacts their mental health like, right. in, a, in a really large way. And, you know, I felt that recently throughout COVID, like COVID was hard and it's isolating. And I think we're still like all recovering from that in mm -hmm. a way. And so while at, as an adult, I'm on my own journey to, to figure out how I can like live my best life and, yeah. right. and get like have access to the resources that I need to feel to feel well and just like be well in general what what do these kids have like right. if i'm struggling with that as an adult like i can't imagine what it would be like to do that in high school and so the community is is just one the community building is just one piece to support that mental health and mm -hmm. that mental journey but 
connecting them in this space with the the mental health professionals to um, to talk to them about you know how to connect their stories to mm-hmm. dance or how to um, utilize dance in a positive way instead mm-hmm. of it you know it really easily can turn into I'm like looking at myself in the mirror for however mm-hmm. many hours a day and it's easy to pick yourself apart yeah. mm-hmm. um, how to like pull dance away from that um, stigma that has happened for so long yeah. and, like letting them do that and um, cross training cross trained dancers are are the strongest and the most professional yeah. that I've ever seen mm-hmm. right. and so like allowing them that opportunity to cross train and to get the recovery resources that they need um there are just so many opportunities that like I have the opportunity to offer mm-hmm. um, because of the mission yeah. and because of the structure. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole body wellness too with VP yeah. being a little bit involved with it and yes. being able to really get, get to the community mm-hmm. at hand and be like, this is how we create a whole well human yes, right. so that they can be amazing in their 20s, in their 30s, and not be mentally depleted, physically depleted, Mm -hmm. and allow them to create bonds and community within its and of itself. Well, and we all know, and here's, you know, from a clinical aspect, from the doctor's Mm -hmm. side of me, and, you know, I've been an elite-level athlete, and what I also know is how how their bodies are treated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, Mm. the kind of the stigma or the expectation or the stereotype where it's grind, 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 grind. Grind your body into the ground. Look a certain way. Have, have, you know, mm-hmm. be this strong. Be strong here. And how you have to be you, this flexible. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah ex- all of those things. And it's like there's a skill set. There, there's a, there is a physique, a skill set, and an ability within every range of sport. Right. No matter what you're in. So from a health perspective, it's like, one, how do you prep for that properly? How do you, and for us to be a resource for that is Mm -hmm. going to be huge because we're going to cover everything from physical through mental. Mm -hmm. We're going to provide resources for that. But, you know, knowing what it takes, my mission as, you know, kind of side by side in this is like, how can we give them the resources to do this healthily? Yes. Yep. Not just on the performance side. Right. Like we can trick the body into being a hell of a performance machine. Mm -hmm. Dancers are good at cheating it too. And so how do we do that from the correct perspective? Mm -hmm. And I, I truly believe, I don't think I truly believe with what's happened over the past couple of years that people are looking for the resources. The problem is, is they don't know what questions to ask. They don't know who they can trust or they don't know it's available. We are going to change the game on that here as well because it's like nobody should worry about a a physique tone or having to to either binge eat or expel to look a certain way or to hurt themselves and injure themselves. Like there's a lot that's going to go into this. But to get off that, because that can be a huge passion, we can go (laughs) on that. We will talk more about that. Just know we are going to have more resources than just dance resources. It's going to be full bodily health resources with Mm -hmm. this as well. Yes. But going back to what you said about the the dance facility itself and not having a tie to, like you're not performing for me. Mm Here's the thing that I've noticed is after being married to Erica and being involved mm-hmm. in the competition dance world, uh, I wouldn't say involved, but being on the sidelines yeah. and watching it all, like learning yeah. about it. He's and, been and, to the dance competitions <laughs> where he's been there till 11 p.m. Yes, I have. I've supported and I look forward to because I'm sure little Miss Cammie's going to want to do the same thing. She's she going to want to be in a race car and dance all at the same time. Yes, yes. she is. Um, <laughs> but what I've heard a lot of 
is I've heard even Erica say, and we've all done this, mm -hmm. this studio is so good at this. Mm -hmm. This yeah. studio is very technically yes. sound. This yeah. studio, their ballet is like, they're like... That is so the truth. And yes. this, well, that might be true. Because how easy is it for, we don't have to say any names on the studio. There's nothing bad. We're just mm -hmm. not going to go there. I mean, there. I, yeah. I do it in coaching all the time. I'm like, you're wanting technique training? Okay, go here or here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I wish Yeah, I wish yes. it was here because mm -hmm. you get this. And <clears throat> so, so true. now mm -hmm. it's like, that's what's going to be provided here because it's so easy for a studio right. to like everything's like refers like mm -hmm. you magnetize what it is so as soon as a studio hires these core people that happen to be good at the same thing chances are they're going to continue to hire like teachers right. and like so their technique is super good yeah or even even down to a genre their hip-hop is super good their yeah. jazz is super good it just happens and that you know it's easy to have that happen and maybe mm -hmm. that's their mission yeah however the dancer themselves needs to be a part of eight different studios in the St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. But in you can't. become a well-rounded right. Or dancer. now you go into mm -hmm. dance team, and now you've got conflicting, so it's like maybe the best part of what their studio dance is isn't the best part of what their school dance is, yeah. but they're technical enough to make the team, and now their parents are wondering, well, I want her to dance varsity. She's in all this over here, or whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. This is the resource to be technically Sound, fundamentally sound, yes. mm -hmm. healthy. This is why MDTC is going to exist mm -hmm. because, among other things, but this is just very, very quick tie. If your dancer is looking, or if you were looking to mm -hmm. have your dancer excel in everything and have be very, very sound, this is what MD, MDTC is for. It's yeah. an elite dance training facility to encompass all of that. Yes. Yep. And it, I, you see so, so often that they have to participate in eight different studios to get all of those things, or they're a convention kid. Yes. And they have to pick and choose. Either I'm going to commit all of my time to, to studio and like training that and going to conventions because it's such a wonderful training resource mm -hmm. to be like get in these convention classes. Um, but picture that, that type of mentality. Like I'm going to focus on studio and I'm going to do all these conventions, but here yeah. permanently yep. forever. Yeah. And that it's not... It isn't to benefit us, it's to benefit like them in the long run. And I think that's what I love about Vital Performance also being involved um, in this is that my mission is to is to help the dancer and give you the tools to be successful. And like your mission is to do the same, but on the mm -hmm. health and wellness side. Yeah. Um, as a you know, as somebody who like has has had the conversations with you as a as a uh, as a doctor, yeah. um that I feel that from a personal, on a, from a personal standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, and I just can't wait for them to have right. like that resource, that resource also that it, mm -hmm. there's nothing in it for me. Yeah. Right. Except for like, this is what I want to do with my life. Um, but that's it. Right. Like I, we're here to, to serve yeah. and in turn, like it makes the studios in the area better. Right. Yes. And it um, serves as a rental facility if, because so, so many of these studios has, or have so many kids, so many competition yeah. kids, you put all those kids in a production number and you can't run it. Mm -hmm. It's hard because, yeah. you know, commercial space is limited. You know, they grow out of their facilities so quickly because mm -hmm. word spreads and, and it's so wonderful for that enrollment. It's hard. Yeah. And so, you know, like we can like embrace everybody Everyone. in the area, bringing the dance teams in to let them prep for nationals. Right. So that we can continue to be a dominating force in Missouri. Yeah. Um, 
and then letting those studios in also like yeah. you got privates you need to run like let us help Come you on in. so that was something you said earlier too it's like you, when you were talking about you know the dancer being you know making sure that they feel worthy of that kind of training and that mm -hmm. kind of investment but mm -hmm. also the dancers deserve to have that kind of a attention mm. to their technique their yes. the attention to them as an athlete because Dance is very underrated in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. There's not enough well-run dance studios in the area to take the capacity of all of these kids. Right. This is going to change the game. But these, it's so great for all of the, the dance studios in the area to have this because it provides them a place to rent, mm -hmm. to run their solos, mm -hmm. or to prep for whatever, yeah. or duos. Like even on, the, even on the small scale, not even for the team scale. Yeah, right. But you know, if if you had a soloist, if you were at a dance studio and you had a soloist, you would have this resource to be like, look, we can't get in over here. We can't even get in at our own studio yeah, to right. have the proper time. Mm -hmm. But we have this resource, and now they have the attention on them that I wouldn't say they're demanding, but that right. they deserve. It's not yes. from a I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a participation trophy guy. I'm not a oh let's give them everything they need and coddle them. Mm -hmm. No, but at some level, they're no different than your kids, and they deserve the attention they deserve yes. well, to be the best they can yeah, be. Yeah, and even stemming off of that, too, is like sending – it's a safe space for studios to send their kids who might need extra help on turns yes, or who want to thrive in legs that may not right. have the flexibility, mm -hmm. and they don't have that time to utilize the – you know, hour that they offer for a 30 person class, right. they might not have that ability to just focus on those legs that mm -hmm. day. They have to go through absolutely everything. Yes. Whereas at MDTC, they'll, they'll be able to literally take a class on extensions and control. Exactly. Like those type of things just don't happen at studios because they don't have the capacity to do that. Whereas yeah. at a, the training facility, Hello. Yeah. yeah. It's now available to every dancer in the area, and that's a beautiful thing. And the yeah. great thing about this, too, is as, as close-knit as the dance community is, is you're also able to provide resources and position mm -hmm. the right people to train these classes. Right. And guess what the best thing about the dance community is? Is some of the gals and guys that are dance teachers... Mm -hmm. They don't all work at a studio. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have another job or something else they pursued, but they still love dance. Yeah. And there's one person, I'm just going to name drop. There's one person right now I'm already thinking of, somebody like Brooke Austin. Yes. Mm -hmm. That everybody within 200 miles would be like, <laughs> yep. holy cow, she, on some level, she is going to be helping with some of these classes. Yes. And for at every studio, these dance teachers can trust somebody like Brooke Austin. Absolutely. Yep. And they'll be like, holy cow, that is great. No, we don't have the time. No, we don't have the capacity. Y'all need to go over here. And, mm -hmm. and so they trust the per the people who are going to be here right. who aren't tied to another studio. Exactly. Right. And like in conversations that there are so many people who still love dance who are in different walks of life now that have um, the complete skill set and that this has been their dream also. Right. To, to be able to, it's, it's hard because teaching at a studio is a commitment. Yes. yes. And you, um, it's as dancers, we have a hard time saying no. And if it's dance related, like I'm going to be there right. and I'm going to be there until the end. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's hard when, you know, you've made decisions in your life to, um, to 
be a mom and to like to focus on that now and to or to you know commit to, to your full-time job and to mm-hmm. to do all of those things and kind of take a small step away from the dance world like in that in that capacity but you know you're like I would love to teach you at a studio but it's it is a full blown yeah. commitment yep. mm-hmm. and so this offers um someone like Brooke Austin, like the, the ability to, to leverage all of the incredible knowledge that she harvests, Mm -hmm. um, and to, and to like, let it overflow onto the dance community. Mm -hmm. Um, because she too, that, that too is, I don't want to say it's less pressure than Mm -hmm. teaching at a dance studio, but it allows you, allows for more customization and it allows you the time to like slow down and let's talk, let's take 15 minutes to talk about. You're going to get the best quality all the time. Yes. You're going to get the best quality of teaching. You're going to get the best quality of facility because we have a full national size mat with a, with a panel on each side. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're, so you're going to get, but you're also going to get the best quality Brooke Austin. You're going to get the best quality Erica Lawson. You're going to get the best quality whoever is in there. Mm-hmm. Be- just because of that, they're able to be. They're not. Yeah. Able, they don't have to. Mm-hmm. There's no right. pre- there is. There's less pressure for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And like you said, with the the like attracts yeah. like, and how how it like it develops studios in different ways. Um, working at Lululemon, they just have such a wonderful. Um, like whole person development Mm -hmm. training, all Mm -hmm. of that like conversation. Um, And without, I think realizing it with their um, like inclusion, diversity, equity, and action program, it, it is just that. And it is like spilling over in a way like into this where like whose seat at the table is missing. We're like sitting at a circular table and we're having a meeting whose perspective is missing. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's this person and we have done the work and done the research and reached out to all of the people necessary so that there are no missing seats at the table. Right. You walk into the room as, as a athlete seeking help, you sit down at the table and you have every resource. And if we don't have it, we will get it for you. Exactly. And that is, um, that's the exciting part. And that's the part that will make them feel seen and heard, um, with a community, um, when you're going through teenage struggles and it's hard to talk to your parents about it because they just don't understand. And all of those things, like you, it gives you the place to come to feel, um, to feel like you can take a deep breath when you walk out. Right. Yep. Yeah. I love that. This is probably one of the longer ones we've done. Yeah. We can go on and we on. It's it's a very passionate mission for sure. But again, I mean, and, and the reason of the Vital Wire is to just expose what we have in the community. Yep. Um, yes, on some level we are involved with this, but it's it's a part of the true passion of what it is what we're trying to do yeah. here. We want people to know um, that these resources are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so definitely be on the lookout for MDTC. This is going to be a very quickly growing thing. Amazing. And we are super excited to be a part of it. We are, you know, just super excited to be able to share a little bit of your story as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do this again. Yeah. And I have a feeling that MDTC itself will have its own version of a podcast. I'm just going to put that now, whether Let's you guys go. knew it or not, Let's it's going go. to happen and it'll be all <laughs> things dance or we'll figure out what it's going to be. But mm-hmm. I am just so excited for this resource for the dance world. I think it's uh, very 
underserved in certain ways. Mm -hmm. There's going to be rental facilities for schools to be able to take part in, mm -hmm. for travelers that are, you know, schools that are traveling mm -hmm. to this area. They'll have Studios, opportunity. So uh, definitely look out for more resources on the Missouri Dance Training Center and what they have to provide with Lena Wimmer and uh, the rest of those involved, which will be released soon. So just Stay tuned. Yeah. Lena, Stay tuned. thank you. Thank you, guys. Super appreciate thank you. you. See ya.